<laughs> Welcome to yeah. another Friday episode of Ripping the Rack Podcast. <laughs> Where apparently our host is in training for the judo event at the Olympics Ooh. later on this week. <laughs> Best of luck to your Olympics. Hope you have a pleasant Olympics, Tim. Pleasant Olympics. Good form. Good have form pleasant Olympics. Excellent form. Good form. So I know you can't see my shirt, but I got a great shirt for my birthday. I think it's he's got boobies. It does. Boobies it says, like it says I love, I love titties and kitties. Stand up. I love nice. titties and kitties. Don't yeah, we it all? Almost, it almost looks like a kitty too. Almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I am. I am officially uh, AARP old, old now. Old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I got. I get my. I get my early bird dinner now. Fucking oh. I get my Metamucil. We're good. We yeah. actually have a self-portrait of the great Gim Dodaro. Oh uh, my god! To, to show <laughs> here, uh, he said, and we want to wish the the great Gim Dodaro a happy birthday. <laughs> Everything except for the Habs logo and the Go Habs Go that can go yeah. to hell. But at the same time, happy birthday to Gim. Don't they look the same? Like everybody yeah. in YouTube land, like they look yeah. pretty much that's identical. Self, that's a self-portrait. It's really not that far away. The teeny tiny legs, the cane is on the way, the giant beak. The only the thing he's missing is the glasses. The height. I mean, the height's like the same. Ball. It's not bad. Cranky old man. I mean, look, they were even bald. They almost got the Captain Picard head oh thing going God. on. So, congratulations on your 50, big guy. Congratulations. Thank you. as fuck. Thank you. God, but I will. I, I, I will. Get your discount soon. I could. You know. I, I get my AARP senior discount. I'm so excited. You know, my penis was in the Guinness Book World Records. Uh, unfortunately, so the librarian told me to take... No, the librarian told me to take it out, but it was in oh. it. Well, at least you were there for a minute. <laughs> you know... <That's>, uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. The older he gets, the better the dad yeah, jokes. The better they, the yeah, better the better they jokes, get, yeah. baby. Out of boy. Yeah, I mean, I and, and I will tell you, something. I will tell you, you know, having <laughs> having sex in the elevator is so wrong, on so many levels. It, I mean, my God. <laughs> when she pushes that door close button, man, it's all over. It's all over. I don't, I don't think you got that one, Marky. I did get that one. Yeah, I don't think I think it went over your head there. No, it really didn't. I'm taller than Tim. It hit me right in the forehead. I got it. I got it. Hey, why did why did the snowman suddenly smile? He, I don't know. He, he could see the snowblower coming. <laughs> nice. That one went over Calvin's head for about ten seconds. He had to do the math in his head. Nice. Yeah. yeah. My last one here is uh, what did the banana say to the vibrator? Why are you shaking? She's gonna eat me. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Well, well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Well I think done. I think you I think you need a better one. <laughs> you want me to go back to the first one? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, you know I know you know we we so screwed up here. Uh, I never introduced my people. As you can see, we are missing. Uh, the Coastal Crusader, he is still on vacation. Um, hope he has a great time. Hope he's not lost in the main woods. Uh, on my right, he could be on your left. He could be on the top. He could be on the bottom. He is from, well, I can't say where he's from. He is our resident king of the north. Ah. I'm first. I'm first. If you're not first, you're last, baby. I well, just watched this girl just completely fucking dive. <laughs> ah, Someone is watching the Olympics. <laughs> almost, oh, it's a Canadian too. Ah, oh, damn it! You <laughs> suck. We suck at everything. No, you beat the I Americans you, in soccer. I tell you, if we had a fourth best medal, Canada would kill it because we are fourth f- best in everything. Like, it should be like an aluminum medal. Like you should yeah. go with silver, bronze, and aluminum. It's yeah. a participation trophy. That's all it is. Yeah. The honorable mention ribbon. Yep. And on uh, my right, could be on your left. He could be on top. He could be on bottom. He is 
our resident mass hole. He is Mr. Marky Pins. What's up, guys? Sometimes I'm here. Sometimes I'm there. It's just good to be here with you two fellas. Good to be here. By the way, speaking of that, Tim, did you see the the woman's American soccer player? Did you see her comments? She's like, I hate losing to Canada. Uh, I don't think yeah. I've ever lost to Canada. Yeah, uh, Pino said that. Yes. Yes. Megan yes. Rapino. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. As, Car- as Carly Lloyd was doing was doing suicides in the back. Yeah. Like, totally stressed. I can't. Well, look, they. Those were trash comments. You're in the Olympics. You can lose to anybody. You can beat anybody. Like, you're literally facing the best of the best. When you say, I shouldn't be losing to. Shut up. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, ultimate, ultimately, out. though, in their defense, that is the first time in 20 years that they had lost to the Canadians. Yeah. They also it's lost 4 nothing to Sweden in the opening game, too. And yeah, they I know. lost to Sweden there, either. <laughs> they should have focused more on uh, the actual gameplay instead of a lot of the other off-the-field stuff. They really should have. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> okay, this one's a bad dad joke, but I'm going to say it. Uh, Let's hear it. I, I once saw a one-handed man in a second-hand store. I told him, sir, I don't think they have what you're looking for here. Uh, <laughs> that was... That's that a dad was, joke. That was even worse than a dad joke. My oh. God, that was like an uncle joke. Actually, no, uncle jokes are good. Uncle jokes uh, are good. Uh, That's where you hear your first swears and you get your first beer from your uncle. That Usually, they're better. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yo, mama's so fat when she goes camping, the bears hide their food. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yo, mama is so stupid. She bought tickets to Xbox Live. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. That's Thank, a you. Good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey, how do you get a man with only one arm out of a tree? Wave. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> your mama, your mama is so fat. She brought milk and cereal to the Super Bowl. Okay. Nice. Not really. No, all right. I'm working on it. Well, I lost my screen, so now I've I I lost. What yo, the hell's going on here? What are you doing? Your mama, your mama's so stupid. Oh, there we go. They, when they said order in the court, she asked for fries and a milkshake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, what's orange and sounds like a parrot? A parrot? <laughs> if it's an orange parrot, I'm going to be very upset. A carrot. <laughs> what the? Ah, Moving on. What's yeah. orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot sounds like a parrot. Get it? Parrot, no, it carrot. Doesn't. Somewhere oh. Jeff Walsh is very offended right now. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> you didn't say it made sounds like a parrot. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, yo, your mama's so stupid. When thieves broke into her house, they stole the TV. She chased after them, saying, "We hear though you wait for you forgot the remote." <laughs> <laughs> that was a Canadian yo mama joke, by the way. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, these are stupid your mama jokes. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, so today, folks, uh, besides telling really bad jokes. Terrible. Um, <laughs> terrible. Terrible jokes, even though terrible. I do like that the first one was funny. The, the first one was funny. Uh, we do have yeah, our... First your first, first one? one? My first one? My first one. one. Oh, yeah, my no. first one. No, nobody liked that. You laughed! Sympathy. I laugh at you. No, that was not a that was not a sympathy laugh. (laughs) I know what a sympathy laugh is. (laughs) Trust me, I'm married. I pull my pants down. I get a sympathy laugh all the time. That's not sympathy laugh. That's just laugh. It's you know what's even worse than when they laugh when they look and they go, oh, that's so cute. That's worse. That's so much worse. So much worse. No, you know, never got that. Never got that. But that's gonna suck, Tim, doesn't it? I don't know. I've never had that. Damn it, I tried. Even worse I tried. is when they go, wake up, little guy. Come on, <laughs> wake up. They're flicking it. They just tap. Yeah. It's like flopping baggies. Down. And you're yeah. just going, you know, flicking it's not really doing a whole lot yeah, for me right, right now. But they just keep doing it. Come on, wake up, little guy. Put an alarm clock next to it. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, All right, what are we doing uh, this week? <laughs> your, your mama's so fat when she got on a scale, it said, I need your weight, not your phone number. Uh, your ma- your oh. mama's so ugly, she threw a boomerang and it refused to come back. <laughs> <laughs> your mama's so ugly when she tried to join an ugly contest, they said, sorry, no professionals. Yo, mama's so old, she walked out of a museum and the alarm went off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Your mama's so fat, she went to Applebee's. She got a group discount, too. (laughs) Your mama's so fat that even Dora can't explore. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, um, since we're doing your mama jokes, yo, there is this channel on YouTube just called Yo Mama. If you got nothing to do, sit and watch some of those videos. Oh, yeah. You will literally oh, die yeah. laughing. Hilarious. Yeah. Die laughing. Oh, Your mama's so stupid, she put two quarters in her ears and thought she was listening to 50 Cent. <laughs> Your mama's so ugly, she looked out the window and was arrested for mooning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Your mama's so ugly, she made one direction go another direction. <laughs> of course. Your mama's so fat, her belly button gets home 15 minutes before she does. Your mama's so poor, she chases the garbage truck with a grocery list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, this shit's taking me back to, like, seventh grade. This is beautiful. Your mama's so hairy when she went to the movie theater to see Star Wars. Everybody screamed and said, it's Chewbacca! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is... This is a Tim one. <laughs> Your Tim's so short, you can you can see his feet on his driver's license. <laughs> it's not even a yo mama joke. It's a Tim joke. It's a yo Tim joke. It's a yo Tim joke. Your Tim is so short, you can see his feet on his driver's license picture. <laughs> We're gonna have to, you have to remember that one when we do the roast in a couple weeks. Definitely, yeah. that one has to come back out. Yeah, yo, Cal- yo, Calvin is so stupid, he brought a spoon to the Super Bowl. I yeah, didn't I use did. that one. You did? I yeah, didn't use no. that one. You I used said, the Super Bowl I, one. Your but... mother's so stupid, she brought milk and cereal to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. You, you <laughs> use her again, her. <laughs> your, your Tim's so short, he went to see Santa and he told him to get back to work. <laughs> Your Calvin, I'm just here to count one. I'm just here to count one, two, three right now. Yeah. That's all. That's your Calvin Cal- is so ugly when he took a bath, the water jumped out. Nice, probably. <laughs> all right, probably. that one's a that that gets a one count. That's that a one count. Yeah. That's a okay. one count. That one's a one count. <laughs> Calvin, your turn. Rebut. Your turn, Cal. Okay, hold on. I gotta find one. I got one. Can I go? Can I go? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. No, okay. Calvin's ready. Calvin's okay. ready. Go. Cal, go. We're going to keep this going back and forth. Yeah, we're never going to get this show on the road. Fuck the show. This is yeah. hilarious. Let's go. You're, you're Tim so dumb, he went to the eye doctor get it in, to get an iPhone. One, two. <laughs> really? Oh, that was, he, he kicked no. two and seven eights. Two and seven eights. That was good. No. Yeah. Your Calvin's so ugly when he went to a haunted house, he came out with a job application. <laughs> One, two, nice. and a half. <laughs> he kicked out at two and a half. Oh, goodness. Somebody's <laughs> got to come up with the finisher. Somebody's got to come up with it, the finisher. Your Tim's so ugly, he made a blind kid cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of funny. Double disqualification. <laughs> Double your, disqualification. Your Calvin is so ugly. He scared the shit out of the toilet. <laughs> Double DQ. Your your Tim your Tim. Hey, we could do it because it's his birthday. Your Tim so old, his social security number is one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, your, your Calvin is so ugly. Even Hello Kitty said goodbye to him. Nice. Your Tim so stupid. He took a ruler to bed to see how long he slept. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, your best one, because that one was good. 
No, was it was. I'm trying. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find a good one. I, I need the finisher. Oh, you man. need the finisher right now. Woo. Uh. It's not. That's not a finisher, though. I'll <laughs> say it, but this isn't a finisher. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I got I yeah, got the finisher. Yo, yo Calvin is so ugly, he turned Medusa into stone. Nah. No. No. Your Tim's so stupid, he stared at a cup of orange juice for 12 hours because it said concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> and down to the canvas he goes, one! Yo, yo Calvin two. is so stupid, he got hit by a parked car. One! <laughs> two! Uh, Almost. <laughs> Come on. Get him. Get him. Oh, yo, yo, Calvin's so ugly, the government moved Halloween to his birthday. Yeah, you're on the same list I am because I'm reading I, those. I'm like, that's not good. I'm like, that's not good. Your Calvin is so poor that when I asked what's for dinner tonight, he lit his pocket on fire and said, Hot Pocket. <laughs> That's good. Okay. That's you're good. you're you're Tim so fat. His car has stretch marks. <laughs> Done. One, <laughs> two, three. Your Calvin's so ugly. His birth certificate and his apology letter from the condom factory. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. folks. So anyway, we we oh. we we oh are going to jump from this. Oh, fuck. What we a are going to jump into our top 10 list of favorite Ooh. Major League Baseball players of, yeah, or not just Major League, minutes. our favorite baseball players of all time. Do we uh. have to? Because this was good. Uh, Mr. Atherin is not with us tonight, but he was nice enough to send me his list. So oh, I will geez. start, we will start Ooh. with his list. Okay. And we'll go from there. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Number 10 uh, is totally wrong, and we need to berate him extensively for having this guy so low on his list. His, number 10, his number 10 is David Ortiz. I'm just going to assume his list was in no particular order. No, his list is in order because I know who his number one and two people would be, and they are one and two, so. Okay. Solid, right. solid start, Brian. Ortiz in the top ten. Okay, there we go. Who's next? My number, my number ten is one that you guys probably won't have because it's a Yankee, Mariano Rivera. He, solid he's guy. He's actually two, my honorable mention. He really two is. Pitches, I, two pitches, and he's probably the best closer of all time. Yep. I would say the best closer of all time. It'd be hard to argue anybody else with it. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. My number 10 is another pitcher as well. Uh, acted as a closer later in his career, but was a starter for the majority of it. I have Dennis Eckersley at number 10. Uh, yep. I always loved the, loved the way he pitched. It was so different, so unique. And I don't care what anybody says. I love his commentary on Red Sox games. I and love I how will, he speaks like an everyman in the commentary. I will, I will say this. Uh, Godspeed, good luck, and everything else to Jerry Remy. He has stepped away from the Red Sox broadcast. His lung cancer has come back. So he, oh, no. has, ste he has stepped away to uh, do what he can to fight uh, cancer again. So uh, I will say loud and proud, fuck cancer. Agreed. Yeah, no. so, very much so. That's uh, it right in the A. Yeah. Uh, my number 10, I'm going old school, uh, was my first uh, – my first player that I ever truly loved as a player, and I've loved him ever since, uh, Jim Ed Rice. Jim Rice, yes. Mr. Jim Rice, number 10. Uh, one of the most feared hitters in the 80s, uh, especially the early to mid-80s. And just, and I do think if he didn't break his hand in 75, they, they win the World Series in 75. I think. Very hard to argue that. Nobody was hitting the ball better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's does. cool. Big Brian. Oh, that's cool. There was a fish jumping while they were swimming at the Olympics. A what? A fish. Huh? A fish just jumped while they were swimming. They were doing like the 10K or whatever, and they showed a picture of a fish jumping out of the water while they're swimming. 
Were they swimming in like a river or something? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing the... Um, yeah, the 10K swim or whatever. They swim around whatever. in the, la- the lake or whatever. Yeah. And there oh. was a fish just jumped out of the water. That's, that's pretty awesome. neat. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty That's pretty cool. Um, little fish is like, I'm going to photobomb these guys' Olympics. Exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Brian's number nine. And amazingly, Brian's number nine <laughs> is the same guy that I have on my list. Uh at number nine as well. You guys are two of the same people. I don't know why you just don't do your list together and just, uh, we'll just we we went with we went with uh, Mr. Chicago Cub himself, uh, Mr. Ryan Sandberg. He was he was my number nine. As I'll, I'll jump ahead of you guys real quick, and he because he was my number nine as well. Oh, I say the same, absolutely. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> so growing up in Western Maine. We had uh, Red Sox on WSBK TV channel 38, and I had Chicago Cubs baseball during the day on uh, WGN, which for some ungodly reason we got in Maine. Weird, so, but whatever. So I saw a lot of Cubs baseball in the 80s. So Brian Sebert, great oh, second baseman. Solid pick, very solid. Yeah, uh, My number nine I couldn't decide on. So I went and put them both there, and I went with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, just because I love the home run back and forth. Like every day, you're watching those. Like when they play each other, you're watching both their games just to see who hit a home run, who didn't, who like what happened. Like it was just so much fun watching that when they were going back there. Don't understand how big of a deal nationally that was. That took over news. That took over other baseball games. Like it didn't matter. There is a huge deal. There is a reason why Major League Baseball did nothing about the steroids during the steroid era. Yeah. They were coming off the strike. Yeah. Feelings were really butthurt amongst Americans with baseball because you had millionaire. Well, you had most of them were millionaires arguing arguing with billionaires yeah so it really turned off a lot of people so that whole home run chase that they had was phenomenal it was it was great to watch yeah. it took over every episode of sports center it didn't matter what city you lived in that started out the sports cast on the news everything <clears throat> so we'll keep it going here uh, my number nine, I grew up playing baseball, and I was a catcher for a very long time, so I loved watching catchers. One of my favorite catchers to watch of all time was Tony Pena from the Red Sox. Yeah. The way he would sit out, he would throw guys out from his knees at second base. Uh, I remember being a kid, watching him almost try to intentionally walk a guy, and then ducking back in and catching strike yeah. three and catching everybody off guard. He wasn't really a great hitter, but as a defense, like your your catcher is – the only guy that sees the entire field, and he always had good command over the field. I learned a lot from watching him. Yeah, Every Pena, was, back, cool. Pena, Tony, was, yeah. Pena was cool. Pena was cool. Pena was cool. I got a lot of Red Sox on my list, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh, Brian's number eight, Cal Ripken Jr. of the Baltimore Orioles. What a disappointment. <laughs> Brian, what do you have to say about that? Yeah. Hold on. I'm a big dummy. <laughs> I mean, I like Ripken. He, he is in my honorable mention. I mean. Yeah. I, Ripken's he, on my list. Yeah. He is, we'll, get, he, we'll get there. He's way up there on my list. Is he? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't see enough of him to really. I just knew he was really good. Yeah. And I knew that he was the guy on the Orioles besides him and Eddie Murray. That you didn't want them to beat you. No. So. Uh, uh, my, my, num- my number eight is probably one of the greatest shortstops of all time. And one that you Boston people hate. Derek Jeter. I don't hate Just, him. No, You're not wrong. He belongs on the list. Absolutely belongs I don't hate him. Yeah. I agree. Re- He's one of the few Yankees that you could ask even the hottest mass hole about who, like, loves the Red Sox, hates mm-hmm. everybody else. They'll never say anything bad about Jeter nope. except he wore the Yankees jersey. Yeah, and, his ver- and his very last game hitting the walk-off. Like, come on. How do you uh, – yep. how do you just – it's just incredible. 
<laughs> so that was my number eight. So it was eight. So my number eight is, uh, you just mentioned him a minute ago. We don't have to say too much more. This is where I had Mark McGuire. Not Sosa, but just McGuire itself. For the duration of his career, the leader he became later, and all oh, the fact that he broke a home run record that had stood forever. So, yeah, yeah. that was a big, big deal. Going back to all that that we had already yeah. just spoke about. Uh, yeah. my, my number eight is one of the greatest pitchers that I've ever seen who could basically throw a 90-mile-per-hour fastball and paint the corner and move the pitch he's like for, you've he's never seen. further up my list. I have Greg Maddox at number eight. He's further up my list. Mine as well. I loved him on the Braves, and I loved him on the Cubs. He just... So I'll, I'll say it now because it's actually funny that we're doing this because it's in my memories that I shared this. So Greg Maddox faced 20,421 batters in his career, and only 310 of them saw a, three out, a 3-0 count. Mm-hmm. So 310 of them. Only 177 of those were intentionally walked. That's amazing. That's filthy. The level that's of control disgusting. that that man had was amazingly filthy. Yeah, that's that's just it's just disgusting. Like, man, that's unreal. Yeah, not a chance you'd see that today. No, no, it was a different. He was a different era. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the 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 paint the corner era, and now it's all blow a guy away and you know yeah. throw 130 miles an hour. Yeah, Greg Maddox would strike you out in a 75 mile an hour changeup. Yeah, every time. Uh, Brian's number seven is amazingly Greg Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll move on. Yeah. My number seven is probably the best third baseman of the kind of 2000 era, and that would be Chipper Jones. I like Chipper. Going, th- going through the Braves, like, man, how can, you, how can you really say he wasn't basically the leader of that team? They were the best team in the a- NL East for, what, yep. 12 years? Won yep. the division, like, 10 years in a row, and... Basically went to the well, almost to the World Series every year. Like Calvin, it's ridiculous how similar our lists are right here. This is absolutely <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Yes. So um, my number seven. This is where I had Jeta. I put Jeta right here at number seven for literally being one of the best career all around baseball players Major League Baseball has ever seen. And oh, that's that- the last. That's the last nice thing I'm saying about the Yankees. That that play he made when he cut off the the what was it the right field throw and then Paul he basically O'Neal. like yep. yeah he backhanded it to the yeah. get the guy at the plate oh my god like oh well, look that's not Jeter. even where a shortstop usually is and the no. shortstop was no. there to make that play yeah. here's right. here's the thing is you got to remember Jeter wasn't even the best shortstop when he when he really came up. No, no. Mark Garcia Perro was the best shortstop, and then A Rod, and then Jeter, yeah. and the three of them were supposed to be this triumphant, whatever. I remember they were like the big three of like major league infielders, like everywhere. And and uh, No Mar's on my, he's not on my list. I loved him. Can't, <clears throat> I'm getting all verklempt. Uh I can't stand the way he went out with the Sox. He basically quit on the Sox. Um, which drops a ton in my eyes because he was arguably the best shortstop I'd ever seen up until that point. But the Red Sox made the trade. Yep. And they went on and won the World Series. And I don't think they win the World yep. Series if they don't make that trade. No, not at all. So uh, was that the was that the oh no that was not the Edgar Renteria trade that was the uh, played for the Expos, um, Orlando Cabrera. Yeah. I think that was the Cabrera trade. Yeah. 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 It was a while yeah. ago now. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so number six. No, number seven. No, Tim's number I, seven. I got to oh, do Tim my number seven. seven. I'm sorry. Yeah. My number seven, uh, is Ken Griffey Jr. Nice. I, I, nice. I, they, his, his swing. Further up my swing. Yeah. Oh, and he's yeah. further up Brian's too. Yeah. Um, but, his swing. Oh my God. It didn't even look like he, it doesn't even look like he's doing anything. Sweetest left-handed swing that you're ever going to see. Um, 
I could, I could, I loved the, I loved his game. I think, I think if he had played in a large market for the majority of his career, he oh, would be, God. he would be even higher than yeah. than what he's at. The fact is, he played in Seattle for most of his career. Um, mm-hmm. Held him back, I think, in my eyes of of you know most so East too. Coast most East Coast players people, yeah. I should say. Uh, number six, uh, I'm not sure who this player is, but I think I know his cousin. So number six is Roger Solomons. <laughs> I know who the guy is. Brian forgot Brian, how to spell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roger Clemens is, uh, Brian's number six. Uh, my number six, we've talked about Greg Maddox. Don't need to talk anymore. Great pitcher. Just fun to watch. My number six is also Roger Clemens. <laughs> uh, for every little bit of what everybody remembers about Roger Clemens, from the twenty career strikeout, uh, twenty strikeout games, to throwing a broken bat back at Mike Piazza, <laughs> oh, to, so to funny. playing in MTV's like celebrity All Star game and throwing a softball at ninety miles an hour at Bill Bellamy. Yeah. Uh, all those things that made Roger Clemens the the on-air personality that you wanted to watch. And, oh, yeah, by the way, he threw a baseball friggin' awesome. Yeah. More so than most. So my number six is the my first current player. Um, I have actually the only current player. On my on my top ten list. Yeah, I only have one current player too. Um, <clears throat> I had one, but but he retired. So, uh, Shit, my, I don't even have one. My, num- <laughs> my number. I didn't even realize six, that. Yeah, my number six is Mookie Betts. Yeah. Um, I there is nothing about his game that I just don't like. It except it that killed, he plays for the Dodgers. <laughs> I still cheer for him. I still want him to do well. A lot well. of people around here still um, cheer for him and hope he I, I was absolutely, I'm not going to say crushed, because that's a big word to, you know, whatever. And at 49, 50 years old, it's kind of hard to get crushed when your team trades away your favorite player. No, but, but that was a big deal. He was, it was one of the heart and soul of the team. and It was, I mean, there are things, I, I love the fact that he bowls. Fact. And, yeah. he's a, and he's a damn good he is, he is a damn good boy, yeah. professional yeah. Um, yeah. you know I, I loved his game I loved his enthusiasm for the game uh, one of my favorite memories of Mookie Betts in a Red Sox uniform isn't winning the World Series it's actually the uh, 14 pitch at bat he had when he hit the Grand Slam on the 14th pitch oh um, and you can, it's the one where Eck is like, I think he's ready to party here. And the very next yeah. pitch he hit, he hits it out. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a grand slam. It may have been a, it was a home run. I, I think it was a grand slam, but I just, his enthusiasm for that and his defensive capabilities in any portion of the outfield. And the fact is the dude played second base coming up. Yeah. So I, I, I know he's struggling right now. Um, I think he's only batting like 250 or 260 out there. Um, he's been injured a little bit, hasn't he, though? He has. He has been injured a little bit. Um, but I just I, – look, I named, my, I named my cat after the dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, number You're six just, is – So Brian's number five? Brian's yes. number five. Top five time. Top five. Uh, I completely forgot about this dude, and I do not have him on my list. Uh, number five is a the big unit. Randy, Randy Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. The I wasn't a real big himself. fan of him. But yeah, the bird killer. The bird killer, yeah. I, I wasn't a huge – well, I shouldn't say I wasn't a huge fan of him. Um, he was not the type of player that I was going to go out of my way to watch if he was on TV. Right. But I could appreciate his dominance and how freaking good he is. And I think it was the All-Star game when, was it John Cruck came up yes, to that? Yes, it was Cruck. He and he like, like up over his head. Oh, my God. And Cruck almost <laughs> shit his pants. And then he was like, 
he know. spun his helmet around the other way and batted right-handed so that because yeah. Cruck was a big lefty, unit yeah, throws right. a ball over his head. He yeah. switches the ear and he bats yeah. righty. Strikes out swinging on a terrible pitch. Oh, good God. Uh, My best memory of Randy Johnson uh, was a one particular at-bat against Maguire during the Maguire year with him and Sosa. And unit was just throwing nothing but 100-mile-an-hour gas at him, daring him to hit the ball. And he got him down to like a 2-2 count. And then Maguire hit one that literally still has not landed yet off of unit. And he was and they were looking and they were laughing at each other the entire time that Maguire's running around the bases. Yeah. Fantastic. Go back and find that. They're just laughing at each other. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cal, number uh, five. My number five is Roy Halladay. Loved, loved him pitching for the Jays. And then loved when he went to the Phillies, made his first World Series playoff start and throws a no-hitter and then goes on and wins the World Series. Like, that was just... So, yeah, that was my number five. Great story. Yeah. That is a great story. Uh, my number five, this is where I have Chipper Jones. Uh, I loved watching it. What a be- great baseball name, too. Like, just in general, like, your name's Chipper Jones. You belong on an MLB field. Yep. From- yeah. You know what I mean? From being able to switch hit and how good he was at third base and then later played first base. I mean, he was just a great all-round player. Fantastic all-round player. So I fucked up my list per usual. Um, And I just realized. So I had Jim Rice at number 10. Did you also have him at like number five? No, no, I had him. I Uh have him higher because I forgot. Like I, I moved things around as I was in my head. I was putting like, I just listed names out and then I was putting numbers around. So, yo, yo, Tim is so stupid. He can't even make a top ten list. (laughs) (laughs) My circle. My number, my number ten, and then I'll go. Then I'll get back to what are we in number five? Five. Five. So my number 10, I'm sorry, was actually Dwight Evans. Um, I was a huge Dewey fan. I just loved everything about his game. The cannon of an arm. Um, you know, his, That's what I think of when I hear, think of Dewey. Just the cannon that that cannon man had. of an arm. Ridiculous. Um, you know, and, and I, I will always remember he batted leadoff the very first game in 1986 against Detroit Tigers at Detroit. Very first pitch of the season, he hits out for a home run. And that's how they started off, and then they end up going to the, you know, obviously to the World Series and whatnot. But uh, so I'm sorry, I had Dwight Evans at number ten. Uh, my number five, we've already talked about. Uh, I have Roger Clemens at number five. Um, he is he is not the highest ranked pitcher I have on here, uh, but man, I he was must see TV for me for many many years. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't miss a game when it was on Nesson or or back in eighty four, eighty five, eighty six when he was really pitching uh, WSBK TV. Um, never missed one of his games. So rocket. Uh, let's see, no. number four. Numero cuatro. <laughs> I love Brian's number four. Oh jeez. <laughs> and Ram. Manny, Manny. Ramirez. Manny being Manny. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I I didn't know how to take the greatest hitter I've ever, one of the greatest right-handed hitters I've ever seen. Right. But dumb. Oh, he dumb as a post. <laughs> I mean, he's he fucking dumb. I, I mean, just, I, I swear to God, he never got over the age of 12. No, God, no. no, no. I mean, his the whole point of him intercepting a throw from Johnny Damon while he was still in the outfield. Yeah, and and I, they just, and they yeah. laugh it off and go, "Oh, that's just Manny being Manny." Really? No, yeah. that's fucking stupid. Like that's Manny being stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. That that was dumb. He's done some other like stupid shit. Oh yeah, but look at the amount of good that he did for this team. How many times him him and David. Together, Ortiz, oh. during those oh, years, yeah. were a combination you never wanted to face. Yep. You walk one, you get the other one. You walk both, and you're still screwed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my number four, number 
and arguably just because I'm a fan, but probably the one of the best all-around catchers and still going is Buster Posey. That's I like my Posey. Yeah. He's, he's a career 300 hitter for a catcher. Like, yeah. that's unreal, and he's probably one of the best defensive catchers I've ever seen. He can stop anything, like... I just love him. He's so much fun to watch, and he can hit, and he can hit for power. Like, oh, it's unreal. And he's carrying the team this year. They're first place in the league. Like, oh, it's unreal. Yeah, having an amazing year. Yeah. And he's an amazing player. I do. I, I, Bust Posey's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. He is. So, my number four, this is where I had Ken Griffey Jr. for every reason that everybody remembers Griffey. I also, I have a little bit of a personal story about Ken Griffey Jr. I uh, had gone to Fenway to watch a game. It was a Saturday afternoon game. Sox are playing the Mariners. Junior's playing center field. We had front row bleacher seats in the front row of, of center field. And it's me and like four or five of my buds. And we had all been drinking beers since before we even got on the train to go down there. <laughs> um, I, we were not 21, but that matters not. So anyway, we're in the front row of the bleacher seats, and I yelled down. Griffey had made a play and threw it to second, but the guy went to third, and he screwed it up. So I yelled down, hey, Griffey, you suck. And you <laughs> think that, like, they wouldn't even acknowledge because they're professional. He just turned around and very casually flipped me off as easily <laughs> as he could. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. I got flipped off by Ken Griffey. Some people get a ball autograph. Nah, I got a middle finger. That was beautiful. Yeah. But no, Griffey, for every reason we all know about Ken. Yeah. And I'm just, Evan, just one quick little thing. Just as I'm a dad now, it's very cool that he was one of the few players that got to actually play with his dad. Yeah. And that, yeah. that little yeah. moment that he got to have with his dad, that very short time in the beginning of his career. Yeah. Is, yeah. We were watching the Guerreros do it. You know, like, it's, it's really, really, it's a special kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number four, I've already talked about because I fucked up my list, is Jim Rice. Yep. So that was where I, I had... When I was moving things around, I just never deleted him out of the other one. And well, you so. really like Jim Rice. I don't blame you. I do. I love. I I still Absolutely. do. I love him. I love him as an announcer. Um, he does uh, the pregame and the postgame show on Nesson. Uh, half the time, I guess. Um, I love listening to him. And fast fact: he has two candlepin bowling lanes in his basement at his house. I even like him even nice. more now. I don't yeah. know if you, I, I talked to the guys that like do the installing of lanes and they had said one time they went over there and they installed two working machines in the basement of his house. So if we could find out where he goes, turn him in at Jimmy's house. Turn him in at Jimmy's house. Nice. Turn him in at Jim's house. Yep. Uh, number three. This was surprising to me a little for Brian. Uh, he's going uh, he's going a little old school Colorado Rocky. Uh, oh. Andres Galarraga. Oh, okay. I, I didn't think that's where he was going, but oh, okay. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was Bichette. I yeah. thought he was going to go with Don oh. Bichette. Yeah. No, he went with Andres Galarraga. The okay. cat. He went with the cat. Uh, my number three we've talked about, and Marky, you're right. Our lists are very similar. <laughs> yes. I have I have Griffey. <clears throat> Griffey is my number three. So, so uh, I need to talk about him. Awesome. Nope. Uh, and my number three, this is where I have, in my opinion, the greatest pitcher that I've ever seen in my entire life. This you is and I have the same, you and I have the same exact number three. Greg Maddox. I guarantee- Damn it. No. Okay. Great. Greatest pitcher I've ever seen in my life. Personally, oh, absolutely. Greatest pitcher ever. Not overpowering. Didn't have to be. When, when you, I've ever watched. when you said early on that you had mostly Red Sox players, I thought you yep. were going with. Arguably the greatest Red Sox pitcher of the last 50 years. Pedro? No, nobody likes him. <laughs> I have Pedro at number three for me. Um, there is nothing that can be said about the fact that the guy was five foot nothing, weighed 110 pounds soaking wet, and threw a 98 mile per hour fastball at chin, followed up with a you know 82 mile per hour changeup down in a way that you were sent walking back to the dugout because you just struck out. Exactly. Um, Every time. The only man he, I've ever seen strike out the order in an all-star game. 99. 
in 99, we were in Boston. I tried to get tickets, couldn't get it. They did a big thing on Faneuil Hall in Boston. Like, it was like this all-access thing, I guess you got. They had screens set up yep. and everything else, and they showed it to everybody for free, and we were there and struck out nine batters in a row in the All-Star game. Beat that, I dare you. It, it, I don't know. The, the numbers that he put up in the live ball era is staggering when you look at it. You know, like the league ERA at the time was something like 4.2, and he was at a 1.7. Yeah. Like, shit didn't happen like that. Um, his antics. I mean, the he was, I mean, I who, who doesn't remember him getting duct taped to the pole in the <laughs> dugout, you know? Um, Who's the, your daddy? Yep. You know, <laughs> Coming out to Yankee Stadium and going, well, I guess the Yankees are my daddy. I mean, that whole, I don't know. Pedro, was, they don't they don't make them like that. They just. No. You know, him, him coming out of the pen. Well, or one of my favorite things is uh, him giving up, like, the first hit of the game and then strikes out 17 batters and throws a one-hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, or against Tampa when he hits the guy, doesn't do it on purpose, and charges the mound. The other guy gets thrown out. He stays in the game and throws a one-hitter and strikes out 15. Like, go fuck yourself, Tampa. Like, He was just a different uh, animal than everybody else who stepped on the rubber. He was yeah. a different monster. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's my number three. Uh, let's see. Brian's number two. This will come as no surprise. He has mentioned this before. Uh, his number two is Mike Trout. Interesting. And there's a there's a guy right there that absolutely 100% gets screwed by playing in Anaheim. He would know. be. What do you mean? He barely he barely plays every season. Well, now <laughs> he's injured all the time. <laughs> he would he would be arguably the face of baseball if he played in Boston, New York, Chicago, you know, someone along the East Coast. But because he plays in Anaheim, three quarters of the people that watch baseball don't watch him play because he comes on at 1030, 11 o'clock at night, East Coast. Yeah. So. Yeah, my it's an unfortunate number... fact, but it's a fact. <clears throat> yeah, my number two is arguably the greatest guy to pick up a bat or never have to pick up a bat, and that is Barry Bonds. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know repeat, people repeat that stat one more time, Cal. You were talking the, about that stat before we went live. The OPS, yeah, the fact that yeah. if in I think it, I can't remember the year, if I could get the year. That might be it. But anyways, one of the years that Barry Bonds, he was the best OPS in history. And if he didn't pick up a bat that entire season and just stood there and let pitchers pitch to him, he would still have the second best OPS of all time. Like That's he didn't, ridiculous. He didn't have to pick up a bat, and he still would have got on base more than anybody in the league. <laughs> it's just unreal. That's, that's like if, just... like people who are listening to this, if you want to go watch that, it's like a 14 minute video and it is incredible. This guy takes his computer and he takes out all these. I, I've talked about this, I think. I don't know if I talked about this off off the record or not or off when we weren't recording. But anyways, he takes this algorithm and he shows every time that where a pitch would have ended up and took away foul balls, took away home runs and just stood Barry Bonds in the batter box. And it's like a 14-minute video, and he shows that he would have been the second deadliest hitter of all time without even having a bat in his hand. Like, it's, 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 it's just sick. It's unreal. It's the most filthy. The yeah, most feared disgusting. hitter in the world, like, ever. It's unreal. Yeah, it's just disgusting. I mean, it's amazing. Amazingly I, like, disgusting. Honest, honestly, if he took steroids or not, you still have to hit the ball. You still have to see the ball. Like, yes, it gives you a little extra power, like... But you still have to see it. He's still, still got to hit ball. the damn thing. Yeah. You still yeah, have like, to make contact and put the ball yeah. 400 feet that way. You still yeah. have to. Like, it's unreal. So, yeah, number two, Barry Bonds. So, my number two is, in my opinion, the greatest Boston Red Sox pitcher of all time. 
not the best pitcher of all time, but the best Boston Red Sox pitcher of all time. And that is Pedro Martinez. <laughs> if you just let me get there, Tim, I was going to get I, there. I know. I just, I jumped the gun. I, I was, <laughs> shocker, I was a little premature. It's all they, good. Yeah. They were both very similar pitches, Greg Maddox and, and Pedro Martinez. Pedro had the edge when he could gas up and throw that 95, yeah. 96 mile. In, but they were both corner painters. Yeah. Like, that's, it's a lost art in this game that you can paint corners all day long instead of just trying to go out there, Joe Big Peepee, and try to just throw it 130 miles an hour across the plate and blow a guy away. Yeah. This was an error, like you said, during the live ball era, when baseballs were flying out of stadiums faster than they could make them. These two guys, Maddox and Martinez, were sitting guys down faster than they could walk to the plate to have an at-bat. Yeah. So the two of these two guys together were so many Cy Youngs, so many times that these two guys have led a pitching staff, ERAs, so far down that you have to dig a hole to find them. Yeah. I loved watching Pedro. Yeah. Loved watching Pedro. My number two is arguably the greatest clutch hitter in the history of clutch hitters. The greatest DH in the history of the DHs. David Ortiz. He's your number two. He is my number. He is my number two. Yeah, I I am a huge Ortiz fan. I loved the dude. I loved everything he did for the game. I loved what he did for the Red Sox. Um, I mean that whole, you know, this is our fucking city speech. Um, you know, brought the city together after the oh, after the marathon bombings. Um. You know, the fact that he is still revered after being out of the game for, you know, five, six years, four or five years now. Um, and he he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He won't be because of the steroid implications. Um, that's going to hold him back some, I think, unfortunately, even though he truly never tested positive. They say he tested positive. Now, he was in the Mitchell report, but that was supposed to be confidential. So, I don't I don't care. I don't care if he did. I don't. Steroids to me, I don't care. No, me neither. I, I don't. I'm, not, I'm the same way. If, they, if Major League Baseball did not ban them, and even if they banned <laughs> them but they didn't test for them, that's on Major League Baseball. That's a time-honored tradition in Major League Baseball is to always try to get an edge some way, somehow. Hell, in the 60s, they were doing fucking drugs in the dugout. Yeah. You had uppers. You had pills. You They were popping greenies. They, I mean, holy shit. They were popping amphetamines. Those are yeah. equally a performance-enhancing drug, just like steroids. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay for the Mickey Mantles of the world, who, by the way, amazing player, to do shit like that. The Willie Mays of the world, amazing player. Mm -hmm. They don't get held back for using, well, that's not bullshit. Take, a take an amphetamine, a pill like that, and tell me that isn't performance enhancing. Yeah, You're give fucking fired for sound. Give a guy a line of coke and watch how fast he can get to second base on one base hit. With the rest yes. of us, a the rest of us are barely rounding first, and this guy's already halfway around second. No, no, you got a little bit of an edge there, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, David Ortiz, number two. Uh, Brian, who is Brian's number one? If he started with David Ortiz at number one, at uh, number ten rather, who the hell is his number one? Like, well, his number one, everybody should know who his number one is, as he said it. 1830 times, 18 whatever times, Ken Griffey Jr. is his number one all-time favorite baseball player. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? No, I don't remember him saying that. Oh, my God. He, he has said that multiple times on this show. He but is I, a huge Griffey fan. He has a Griffey jersey from the Reds. Yeah. Always, like, in his field of view on his cam and stuff. It's not a bad pick. That's a good pick. That's a very yeah. good pick. <clears throat> Cal, who is your favorite uh, baseball player of all time? My my number one is I I, I assume would be obvious, <laughs> only because I'm named after him, and because I loved watching him play. 
Cal Ripken Jr. is my favorite baseball player of all time. Just loved it. I don't know. It was, and it was probably just just because I was named after him that I started watching him, doing the whole Iron Man thing, just watching him play like, like awesome defensively. I think he only had like fifty or sixty errors in his whole career. Like elite defensively. I mean, he was no he was no Ozzy Smith, but he was pretty good. Yeah, sure. I mean, the man went from from third base to shortstop, or shortstop to third base, one or the other. It's yeah. a totally separate position with a yeah. totally different mindset. Yeah. And he went out and just played both positions as elitely as humanly possible. He didn't hit for a lot of power, but he no. was just he was just captain base hit, captain yeah. sack fly. Oh, you want me to bunt? Sure, we're gonna win the game if I do. Beautiful, selfless, and everything he's done after baseball. Oh, I mean, the yeah. man's become so involved in youth organizations. They even renamed, when I was a kid, not high school ball, but like city ball. When you were like 13, 14, 15, we used to call it Babe Ruth. Now, I guess in Little League of America, they call it the Ripken League now. Well, you have you have Cal Ripken League, which competes with Little League. Oh, it's so its own separate organization. It's its own separate thing. That. So they compete against Little League. Like, locally in Maine... Like Bath, which is a city about, I don't know, an hour from me, they have Cal Ripken. They don't have okay. Little League. Okay. So Babe Ruth is still Babe Ruth. You still have Babe Ruth ball. Is that still a thing? Okay. Yeah, yep. that's still a thing. But, I mean, think about it. Like, you have an organization named after you for doing all these yep. things for the young ones and just making sure that every kid has access to a baseball game if they want to play. All these players that we've listed, yeah, a lot of them, they were really, really good. But what have they done after? What do they do for the fans and things like that later? Cal has just been what you would literally call an ambassador to the game. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So personally, my favorite baseball player of all time, this one to me was very easy. This it is David Ortiz. It is absolutely David Ortiz. Yeah. I know. And a lot of people would argue that, well, he never played the field. He didn't have to because he was literally the best of D.H., designated hitter that's ever happened. Yeah, he would play first base when they'd go to the National League and stuff to make sure he stayed in the order. But literally the most clutch man with a baseball bat in his hand in the last 50 to 100 years of baseball. It's absolutely ridiculous how many times that man won a game with the last swing of the bat of a game. And everything that he did for the city, uniting the city after the marathon bombings. If you weren't in Boston, it was such a different feel to this city after that happened, man. Yeah, um, it, it was ridiculous how, how much things changed. And um, yeah, I'm not going to get all sappy. I was pretty close by that situation when that <laughs> happened that day. Yeah. I, got, I, was, I was pretty close to that. I'm not going to lie. But um, no, that was that meant a lot when he ever came out and changed the city back to what we were. And then everything that he's done, just we all know yep. who David Ortiz yep. is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and Manny were like the fucking goof brothers of all of Boston yeah. in those years, man. They were hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my number one is arguably the greatest second baseman in the history of the Boston Red Sox organization, uh, Marty Barrett. Marty Barrett, I knew you were going to say Marty Barrett. Just kidding. Uh, my number one, my number one is uh, Dustin Pedroia. You're fucking cool. Uh, I I, <laughs> I, uh, I there's there's nothing that anyone can tell me differently. I loved his game. I loved the way he played. I loved the dirt dog mentality. I loved the fact that he played hard from the first inning to the ninth inning or more. Um, I thought he played the game the right way. Um, I mean, I just, that's how I was always taught to play. Um, I loved the fact that it, you know, dude swung from his ass on everything. The laser show. I mean, you called him the laser show for a reason. He loved that wall. Yeah. Wall ball double, Dustin Pedroia. Um, and, you know, Manny Machado can go fuck himself for killing his career. Yeah. That was a dirty slide. I don't care what you tell me. You can't say anything differently. That was an absolute 100% dirty slide into second base that ruined his career. Not wrong. Not wrong. And I think at some point, um, it won't be anytime soon because I, I know that they're, uh, I know he's got, you know, young kids and he's doing a lot with kids. Um, but I'd love to see him in the Red Sox organization as a coach. 
I, I think he would make a really good coach. I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> a lot of the yeah. players that come back and coach teams later, they had that mentality, that pig pen mentality. Take a piece of the pack home with you every night. Yeah. You know, go out there and play as hard. Even if you go 0 for 4, man, make sure you're swinging hard at every pitch that you're swinging at. And and he always did. Some nights he'd go 0 for 4. The next night he'd go 5 for 5 with three wall ball doubles, like you were saying earlier. Yep. <clears throat> loved by yeah. the fans, loved by his teammates. Yeah, he'd come back and make a really good hitting coach. So anyway, nice we have, list, our, we have list. our resident resident listener, Dave Obey. We have his okay. list. He just sent right. me his list. Uh, number 10, he has Man Ram, Manny Ramirez. Number 9, Pedro. Number 8, Kurt Schilling. Number 7, Mike Mucina. Number oh, 6, I haven't heard that yeah, the Moose. Number 6, Albert Pujols. Number 5, Dustin Pedroia. Number 4, Chipper Jones. Number three, George Bell. Number oh, two. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Right. Number two, David Ortiz. And number one, probably the best Blue Jay ever, Roberto Alomar. I I actually like I like Roberto Alomar. Um, yeah. I he, amazing player. You know, I don't have a whole lot of respect for the whole spitting on the umpire thing, but Sometimes the umpires deserve it. <laughs> I, look, I, it is what it is. Um, it doesn't take away from his game. No. Um, I will tell you one of my favorite, and I've I've never been a real Blue Jays fan, obviously, being a being a diehard Red Sox fan. Um, but I I was at a game in the early '90s, uh, Red Sox. I was sitting up in left field, and had a running conversation going with uh, Mike Greenwell, and. Uh, at the uh, uh, bottom half of the innings, had a running conversation going with Joe Carter. Um, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Ugh. And I had I had a Joe Carter home run ball uh, that went up into the it went up into the net and came down and Greenwell threw it up and I had it. And somewhere in the sands of time, over the last twenty five to thirty years, it's gone. It's gone missing. I. Probably so, in a box in your basement somewhere. No, no. Honestly, I've looked at. I've looked everywhere. I. It truly has. I suspect I gave it to someone years and years and years ago, like before I met Angie, type deal. Like some kid, you know, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I. It's gone. But. F's in the chat for the Joe Carter ball. Yeah. F's in the chat. Yeah. So. Uh, folks, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, good because I really have to pee. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it's the last we, 10 minutes has been struggling here. Okay, Let, let's wrap uh, it up. Let's uh, wrap we're, it gonna, up. we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. What does a, <laughs> what what a horny frog say? Rub it, rub it, <laughs> rub it. Anyway, uh, we've got uh, coming up, uh, the roast, obviously. Uh, yes. get your information in. Again, the easiest way to do that is to go on Google Doc, uh, not Google Docs, uh, Google Dropbox, Google, Google Drive. Drive. Yep. Uh, share your video with MakiPins at gmail.com. With a Z. Uh, with, with a Z. Z. <laughs> uh, it's M A H K Y P I N Z at gmail.com. Uh, get those submissions in. Uh, can't wait to roast everyone back. That's really what I'm looking forward to is getting my, getting my getting yeah. my fair uh, shot. Um, as usual, you can see Mark and Brian on thir- on Sunday evenings. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Johnny Death Drop. You got the dudes and belts chat cast. Check them out. They talk Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. And, of course, you got us on Tuesday mornings and Friday mornings. You can find us on, uh, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram at Ripping the Rack Podcast. You can also find us on uh, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, as well as iHeartRadio and iTunes at Ripping the Rack Podcast. Uh, and the last thing I'll say, get your questions, get your comments, get anything you want us to address either on, you know, Candlepin Bowling on Tuesdays or anything goes on Fridays, 
uh, ripping the rack podcast at gmail.com. We can absolutely have a session of lock letters on free for all Friday we, as well. Normally I, lock letters are reserved for the bowling show, but we could absolutely have an episode of lock letters absolutely. on free for all Friday. So please get us questions literally about anything and we'll divide them if they're bowling related or if they're anything else related. Get us some questions. Give us some content because it's going to be fun. Absolutely. <laughs> going to be fun. So, guys, have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. And, uh, oh, excuse Hiccup. me. Hiccup. And uh, hiccup. And uh, have a wonderful whatever. Stay 50 pleasant. years and his balls hasn't dropped yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Calvin.